Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter. There is no plan. And it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill. No, you fucking asshole. You're the shit disturber. I didn't even got my headphones on and you're starting shit. Oh, you, okay. You want me to start shit? Okay, this comes from Ryan. Oh, how you? How do you get beaten by a zero and nine team? Well, when when the guy finally just start starts to uh, decides to start a lineup and set a lineup, that'll happen. Um, I think I I, I can't be a hundred percent sure of this, but I think somebody else in the league got in Radler's ear. Okay, and else? said to him about um gotten Radler's ear. About starting a lineup. Oh, okay. you mean him? And said to him. Yeah. Because Tim didn't start a lineup all year. Are you fucking kidding me? No. The week he plays me, he starts a fucking lineup. And whoever instituted the stupid rule about return yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that's what Ryan was bragging about beating him last week and i said no it's only because your fucking kick returner ran back a kick for a touchdown yeah yeah tim tim finally he he finally like started a team and set his lineup so i fucking lost because of that oh my but oh well as long as bill does not win the championship i'm okay with it. i'm best in the league baby i'm on the top yeah, but remember, in the playoff bracket, right now I'm in your fucking bracket. Yeah, dude. I'm uh, gonna spank you again. No, no, no. See, I'm up hey, here. Hey, but no, no, y'all, no, no, y'all no, are down no. here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna poop in your fucking cornflakes. All I do is win, 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 no matter what, what, what. Yeah, except to me and your kid. There was, well, that yeah. was a that you. Yeah. Okay, my kid was a fluke because of their turn back. You. Was was I, that was because of the rule thing? I wasn't aware of, but I tell you, in the middle of that first game, I flipped the script and I've been undefeated. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you're not undefeated. I told you, don't count Ryan. Ryan counts, <laughs> and I'm top of the league, baby. And wait, and Ryan, you little bastard. Wait till Saturday. I put the whooping. I put the oh. whooping on everybody. No, you didn't. <laughs> wait till I see Ryan on Saturday. Oh, I I might stuff his head in the toilet. No, no, there's a no football talk at the house. It's bad enough when he shows up and the two mouth runners just won't no. shut up. Did you I'm not, no, 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 I'm not going to talk football. I'm just going to stuff his head in the tournament. <laughs> Did you notice there okay. was no Eagles game so the little bastard didn't say a goddamn word today? Not one word. Well, he will next week. I know. It's just. Oh, yeah, he just, no, he just, he didn't razz on me. He didn't razz on you. He <laughs> razzed on him. <laughs> Yeah, well, cause that's because I wasn't there. The little fucker knows he's safe. <laughs> I don't know where he gets it from. Oh, oh I have no idea. Lordy, lordy, no lordy. All right. So, how was your week, boys? Long. Yes. Dear God, it's been long. <laughs> I just want it to be over. Yes. And whoever redesigned that stupid intersection at two forty-eight and one forty-five needs to get slapped upside the head. I think it's nice. It's horrible. Why? Because if you have two lanes of traffic, yes, you have to sit there and wait to get into the right-hand turn lane. It's like a, a two-car length long. Because yeah. they're not done with it yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's fine. 
well, I don't go 145, so it's fine to me. Yes, of course it is. But I notice a lot of people in the morning get into the left lane, which leaves the whole right lane just free for me, and I pass all the traffic going to work. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't. I normally don't get out that way for work, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. That was nice where you were today. That picture you sent. You got to talk about that. The four six two. Oh, oh shit. Uh, yeah, one my of the, lord. One of the poles I had to replace today. Um, <laughs> if you're from the area, you'll understand. One of the poles I had to replace today was four six two. The fuck. So I take a pic. I had, I take pictures anytime I'm replacing a, a pole. I take pictures of it. That way, especially if it's gonna be on a state route. That way, I have backup ammunition. Yes. If PennDOT says, "Well, why can't you move it?" Yeah, yeah. So first picture is always the the identifier tag. Uh huh. Okay, and this one's four six two. <laughs> so I send these two fucking guys the picture four six two to fuck. <laughs> if you're from around here, you'll yeah. understand. That was actually that was nowhere near to Skook. I was in here Scranton. You'll understand. Yeah. That was actually that was nowhere. I was in Scranton for that. Oh, okay. actually, Old Forge for that one. Yeah. I got to send you the picture Tyler sent uh, sent the suddenly found group chat today. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we we got on a we we had a bit of a discussion about U two because Jimmy's a big U two fan. Okay, and obviously I'm not correct. And Doug's not much of a U two fan, so we 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 were sending stuff back and forth, and then Tyler says sends a picture of his view for the day. Now. Tyler is a union elevator const- uh, construction guy. Yes. In Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent a picture today from about 60 stories up. Fuck that. I'll show you the picture w- later on. Oh, I'm getting vertigo just thinking about 60 it. 60 stories up. Yeah. No. And then we start talking about uh, Doug said I'd be up there with a ba- with a pocket full of Super Bowls. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of pictures, did you enjoy your Veterans Day picture? Yes, thank you. Uh, I I every I post a thing every uh, I, every Veterans Day, just about every Veterans Day about uh, show your show a vet your boobs. It's the patriotic thing to do, and I get titty pics from these two fucking clowns. Wait, you did it too? Well, you nasty. <laughs> yeah, I got I got titty pics from these fucking guys. What's up, Brian? <laughs> Brian's off tomorrow and Monday. I'm off uh, Friday, or no, I'm not off Friday. I'm off next Friday. I took Black Friday off. Yeah, I am too, but I've been in vacation mode for the past week, though. (laughs) When aren't you in vacation mode? Fair point. Yes, I (laughs) would agree with that. I almost stopped in to see you yesterday. Oh, yeah, where were you? I stopped at Jersey Mike's for lunch. Oh, good subs. Yeah, uh, I, I I grabbed I grabbed Jersey Mike's. I had to go to uh, I had one in Whirly's Corner. Okay, I know where that's at. Okay, I had one in Whirly's Corner. This was fucking shit show again. <laughs> and then I had a revisit in Allentown, in like in in Allentown proper, up by uh by Cedar Beach. Yeah. So I went there. I did that, and then oh shit, I'm going through Whitehall. I'm going to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> yep. Always a good time. Oh yeah, I I was gonna stop in at Gilboy and 
harass Miller, but I didn't. <laughs> that today? No, that was yesterday. Where did I have? I, I don't remember where I had lunch. Oh, I had lunch at the, uh, there's a new Japanese place over by Miller's um, Steakhouse. Oh, okay. Uh, ramen and uh, sushi place. Oh, nice. Oh, delicious food. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the well the one the one on uh, Shanersville they shut down the Asian mm-hmm. bistros too. Yeah, and yeah, I got that's... I got a um I got a ramen bowl, and I wasn't expecting much for the price because it's a restaurant. It was a lot of food. Well, I mean, ramen's fairly inexpensive, but they had the chicken in it, yeah. and all the all the the good stuff. Yeah, tonkatsu yeah. ramen. Yeah, the the problem is is that they only gave me chopsticks. You can't eat with chopsticks. Soup. How to eat soup with chopsticks? Come on. <laughs> you, you pick everything out with the chopsticks, and then you you use the bowl to drink the soup. Well, also, yeah, also I'm not very chopstick fluent. I can see that. Did they have spoons? No, they gave me chopsticks. That was it. Yeah, I got. Oh. A, you yeah. got a soup spoon, but you can't eat ramen with a soup spoon either. Sure, you can. And I asked before I left, and this is not a knock on it because it was delicious, but I said, are utensils in the bag? And, I, you know, I should have listened harder because he did say, yes, there's chopsticks and nothing else. Oh, and yeah. I was like, okay. Um, what's it's, the name of the place? Can you? Can, can you? Can you? Yeah. I'll have to uh, let Randy know because uh, a new place for him and uh, Luke yeah, to go. Delicious. It's, it, it was absolutely, and it's, a, it's more than enough food in a bowl. What's up, Doug? Um, Doug, Doug's here. He says, "What's happening, fellas?" No, uh, Randy and his buddy. Every Friday night, they go out to a different restaurant. Uh huh. And Randy's a big ramen guy. So, okay. can you? I'll have to check. Can out. can can you? Yeah, can you? something like that. Okay, it's uh, right uh, next to Miller's. You can't miss it. It's like Miller's right off Airport Miller's, Road. Miller's Pantera, and then yeah, Pantera the, bread. bread. Pantera bread. Vulgar display of flour. Yes, That's right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> In turn, you're making us fucking sandwich. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Can you what? No, can you what? I don't know. Can you make ramen, Doug? Well, I'm sure everybody can make ramen. It's a college staple, really. Be... Well, not no. I'm talking about actual good ramen. Oh, this was this was absolutely delicious. Did did you get the egg in it? Yes. Nice. Oh. The chicken, I got the chicken, egg, um, bamboo shoots and panda meat, I'm sure was in there. I don't know. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff in there. I just and I asked the guy, I said, "What do you recommend? What's popular?" The tonkatsu ramen. No, it was it was the spicy ramen. Okay, nice. Yeah, I have to I have to let Randy oh, know. De- delicious! I can't wait to go there again. Nice. Um, yeah, w- one day we'll have to. Well, one day we'll have to meet up for lunch again somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Jesus Christ! Um, Ooh, the Brian wall of text. Brian says, I should have. We could have harassed him. We asked, we asked him trivia. Who Shannon Gunn from Sirius was married to? Uh, oh, uh, her husband. Chad Gray. Who the fuck? As soon as I saw it, I said, wow, that name rings a bell. And then I clicked. I'm like, oh, fucking Mudvayne. That, honest, that, oh, look, a brain fart happened every once in a while. Dude, no, your brain didn't fart. Your brain <laughs> shit the fuck shit its fucking pants. Uh, by the way, Brian. Uh, believe it or not, uh, the part for Hendrix and the part for Wentz are returnable. I couldn't fucking believe it. I, I wouldn't have gotten Chad Gray at that moment either. I would have said it does sound familiar. It did. Like I said, the name rang a bell. And, come on, man. We do, I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of that shit. <laughs> you should. Amanda says, what's up, pickle sniffers? Pickle sniffers. Oh, wow. Well, at least we got called the name. Yes, what yes. kind of pickles? 
Doug didn't call us a saltine. <laughs> a saltine. <laughs> no, I, I prefer I prefer goldfish crackers. Uh, the snack that smiles back. Oh, the animal crackers that came in little circus box. You're a fucking circus box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. How come it didn't have clowns? Oh, it was animals. That's right. Yeah, it, you don't eat clowns. <laughs> they taste funny. That's right. You know the first thing a cannibal does after he dumps his girlfriend, right? What? Wipes his ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> what? Nothing. Oh, stupid joke time. Uh, uh, Doug says that Brian should have kicked you right in the mud vein. <laughs> is that anywhere near the taintal region, Doug? Oh, God. I think that's right in the taint. <laughs> it has to be. In the fucking gooch. <laughs> the mud vein. <laughs> Ew. Right in the grundle. <laughs> anyway. Huh. Um, should we dive into today, uh, this week's festivities? Yes. All right. <sighs> I got some lists. All righty. The 25 best breakthrough albums that are not debut albums. Okay. Okay. This is from Yard Barker. All right. So we know this could be hit or miss. <laughs> Doug says, yes, that is the same neighborhood. The mud vein and the gooch <laughs> or the grundle, if you will. <laughs> Perhaps the taintal region. Mm. All right. First one on the list. I I would have to agree that this was really their breakthrough, even though their debut is absolutely brilliant. We have Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Okay. Well, I'll agree with this as well, yes. Yeah, I wasn't around at the time these were released, so it's hard to kind of judge, like, pre-80s stuff. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, I don't know how big Black Sabbath was, because by the time I heard them, Ozzy was already gone. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, here's one for Miller. Uh, Dark Side of the Mood by Pink Floyd. Mm. Absolutely correct. Shit album, shit band. <laughs> well, thank you. But they do get a mention in The Young Ones. Yeah, that, yeah somewhere. But, yeah, but they because they, of the drug reference. Meh. During the party, the professor calls the, the joint Pink Floyd. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, Amanda says anything that that came and comes out of Ozzy's mouth is great, unless he's speaking. Then it's kind of gibberish. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, I remember what was it the 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 Osbournes? You know, he you couldn't understand the fucking word he's saying, but then he gets on stage and he fucking sings. Shit, that goes back. That goes back all the way to to, decline of Western civilization. Even before that, every every you know interview you see with him, his brain's not catching up with his mouth. No, no, no. Um, Here's one for Bill. Oh, good. Toys in the Attic by Aerosmith. Yes. Yeah, because I know the first one did not sell a lot. That's why they had to re-release it featuring, featuring Dream, Dream On. And get, your, really? get, and get Your Wings was not too popular. When Toys in the Attic hit, it, would, it was like to the moon. Yeah, that's actually their third one. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I humbly think one of their best. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Toys in the Attic's a great record. Um Here's one that I 100% agree with. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Born to Run. Yes. Meh. Oh, that's right. You're not a fan. I, I don't really care for Bruce Springsteen. That's we, okay. Yeah. You can be wrong. I was going to say you're allowed to be wrong. Here's another one. 
And these guys were kind of a flat, a one-hit wonder. Um, they never really, they never recaptured this again. You have Left Overture by Kansas. Okay. I don't know their albums. I know a lot of their songs. Um, this is the one with Dust in the Wind and yeah. Carry On Wayward Son. Yeah, yeah, oh, the, yeah. okay, the popular one. Yep. Yes. Like yep. I said, they never recaptured that. Next, Fleetwood Mac, rumors. Absolutely, probably yeah, probably their best record. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, great album. Here's another great album. Billy Joel's "The Stranger." Yes. No, Jim. That's not what you do when you sit on your left hand, and then use it to beat off. So you think it's somebody else? That's a blind date. No, that's a stranger. <laughs> you would have a different name for that. <laughs> God damn, Skooka Jason. I got to make sure I don't sit on my hands. <laughs> Put his fucking hand in a bowl of tequila and get his date drunk. Jesus. <laughs> don't be dissing Rosie Palmer and her five sisters. Oh, uh, come on. Get your minds out the gutter. No. <laughs> Here's another one that's a fucking amazing record and probably my favorite by the band, even though I'm not a real big fan. Mm-hmm. Highway to Hell by ACDC. Oh. I honestly would have figured Dirty Deeds was there. I would have went with Dirty Deeds as well. Well, no, as far as their breakthrough, though. I I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> See, you're not my... letting him sit on his hands. That's why I got to sit on my hands. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought. That's debatable but between. Then, no, you know what? I guess because of the mainstream, yeah. I guess Highway to Hell is that's the one that. Yeah, well, Highway to Hell, the song kind yeah. of propelled them into the consciousness. Yes. So uh, I, I have to agree with yeah. that one. Here's another one. Uh, I don't think they really attained this height again. Ario Speedwagon's High Infidelity. You, I would agree with that as well. I've never heard it. The only yeah, one I know they, from Ario Speedwagon is. Uh, oh wait, never mind. That's Super Tramp. Never mind. You know Breakfast in America. Yes. Yes. You know who I always get Jeez. confused though. I always confuse Foreigner and Ario Speedwagon. That's honest to God. I don't know why I always hmm. do that. I don't know why you would do that either. The Foreigner has the album that has the four on it. Yes. Foreigner. Yes. Yeah, and amazingly, the album was called Four. <laughs> That's the only one I know. <sighs> oh, Jesus. There's Head Games. Four. Double Vision. Yes. Oh, so I thought many... they were all on the same album. No. Th- three different albums. Yeah, and they all the all the popular tracks. No. No, nah, there's... Uh, 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 Foreigner. Foreigner had a pretty big career. Here's one. It's actually his third album. Okay. And it's 100% his breakthrough. Like, like catapult, not really the breakthrough, but catapulted him into the fucking stratosphere. Okay. Prince's Purple Rain. Absolutely. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yep. See, uh, 19, you can make the argument that 1999 was the breakthrough. Because of the success of Little Red Corvette and 1999 song. Mm-hmm. But what really launched him was Purple Rain. I mean, Definitely. there was even a fucking movie. Yes. Another one that is undoubtedly his breakthrough, even though he had a few other things there. Um, Doug says if he was here, he would slap you two. Prince is the man. You're right, Doug. Here's another one. It's undoubtedly the breakthrough, but he had a few before this. Michael Jackson's Thriller. Absolutely. Yeah. Every 
I mean, off or not off the wall. Um, what was the one before that? It wasn't off the wall. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just I know that like they had they had hits all the way back with the Jackson Five. Well, so, yeah, I, well I mean, he was a household name. Well, we're talking as a solo. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, I, my dad had the tape. I had the tape. I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, that that put him everywhere. Oh yeah, no doubt. Next on the list, we have John Cougar with American Fool. Now, what's on that? That's the one with Jack and Diane. Okay. Hurts so good. I would say absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was his breakthrough. Yeah, when he said John Cougar, I'm like, wait, you forgot Mellencamp. Well, yeah, but he the, wasn't Mellencamp yet. Not yet. Keeps changing. Yeah. Well, and now he's just John Mellencamp. Yes. He was John Cougar, then John Cougar Mellencamp, then John Mellencamp. Because Scarecrow, which is my favorite John Cougar Mellencamp record, mm-hmm. um, or any release of his, whichever fucking name he wants to use, mm-hmm. I, I, I love... The Scarecrow album. There's so much good shit on there. This one is undoubtedly their breakthrough. Their, you know, their, like, massive breakthrough. And it's the debut of a new lead singer. Iron Maiden with Number of the Beast. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, because the two Deano records are great in their own right. Mm -hmm. But, but, once they brought... Dickinson into the fold. Yes. Oh, yeah. Things just took off. And it's all it's the first album with with Bruce Dickinson on vocals and the last album with Clive Burr on drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Nico came in on peace of mind. Next. Thanks to Miller, we had to listen to this fucking sack of shit. <laughs> Def Leppard's Pyromania. I was wondering which song which one album it was. Uh, I you know that's the worst part about the Def Leppard albums. The, uh, there's a lot of them I don't know the order, even though that one that was number three. That yeah, even though we listened to, them, I still don't know the order. High and Dry was right before that. Only had maybe one or two hits, but Pyromania yeah really would be their breakthrough album. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, like cause, well, the first one on through the night. The yes. only thing on there was like me and my wine. No, that was or that's on, no. You're right. That's on High and Dry. Um. Hello America. Hello America. Right. There's a couple on 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 uh, high and dry, like Saturday night. Yes. Me and my wine. Yes. But Pyromania, that just blew them up. Absolutely. And that was the first one with Mutt Lang producing. Really? Yep. Uh, Doug uh, Doug says Bruce took them to the sky. You ain't kidding. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Next, the third album. From the boys from Sayreville, New Jersey, Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. Absolutely. I will agree with that 100%. Great album. Yes. Okay. First, I know you don't like Bon Jovi. First tape I ever bought. Look, 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 I'm just saying, the cover was a trash bag. There you go. Well, they had to change it. The original <laughs> cover was quite different. I know, but I mean, you know, they, they even acknowledge it's trash. Well, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But the album is great. It's all catchy. God, it's fucking catchy. Isn't it, though? I know. And it, and the sad part is, again, you can't go... Ad- no matter what metal station I'm listening to, at some point, I'm going to hear Bon Jovi during the day. And it pisses me off. <laughs> even... It doesn't matter where I'm at. Even, you know, somehow I'm going to hear Bon Jovi once a day. Shut the fuck up, fat man. Too much. What, no. What metal song... If you're listening to a metal station, 
I know, right? What Bon Jovi song? It's hair metal. Yeah. What's what ones do you usually hear? Oh, it's, well, it's oh Jesus! Bad medicines. All I'll be over. there for you. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, bad it, medicine. The one with um, Gina and not backing down and shit. Living, uh, living, living on, on a prayer. On a prayer. On a prayer. You, oh my God! Wild in the streets. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then there's um, the the one that um, it's my life plays on the nineties channel. I hate channel. that fucking it's song. Like, there is so fucking and oh, blaze of glory, and and I have a. I have a love-hate relationship with Blaze of Glory because I love where it came from. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love the Young Guns yeah. movies. Run, run Away and, and the one that inspired Blaze of Glory, uh, Steel Horse I Ride. One Dead or Alive. Yeah, alive. there you go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. But at Slippery When Wet, my, my, my favorite song is actually Raise Your Hands. And they actually That's play that on Spaceballs. Space yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I, 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 my, I'm a big Bon Jovi fan, but Slippery When Wet is not my favorite record. Really? No. Where are you going? I have to go with uh, Keep the Faith. Okay. There's Newer another one. song that they play all the time. I, that, that's just a great yeah, fucking I record. Just, it's just, uh, I'll Sleep When I'm Dead. Yeah, yeah. Bed of Roses. Yeah. Yep. There's so much goodness on that yep. album. We should do a Bon Jovi deep dive. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Well, based on what I put in the bucket, I deserve it, but... Oh, you fucked hard. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We can scrub the next deep dive and do Bon Jovi. I run this shit. I can make the fucking decision. Anyway, let's move on. It's the same thing repeated on both sides of a cassette, but you will never hear a denser batch of jams in your fucking life. Slayer's Rain and Blood. Absolutely. When you say it's the same thing, it's... It, the, the track listing repeats on both sides. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and you know, without Raining Blood, without the song Raining Blood, you know, Slayer does not break through. Hmm. Um, not my favorite Slayer record, though, but Correct. it is great. Yeah. Great in its own, in, in its, in its own right. Yep. This one's for Jimmy Westerberg. Doug, you did it wrong. It's not Slayer. It's fucking Slayer! <laughs> this one's for Jimmy Westerberg. All right. You choose the Joshua tree. I would agree with that. I, 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 I wouldn't know. I would, would that I come would. out after Octung Baby? No, that was before October. Before that. Okay. Uh, right, this, this is the one right after War, I believe. Yes. Right. I think this is a second or third. I want to say second. Yeah, it's some somewhere around there. It's early. Hmm. Uh, this is the one with... Uh, uh, what the fuck is on that? On Joshua Tree. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yes. Um, Wasn't it on that stupid mixed thing that we did? That song was on there? I don't remember. What the hell was that? Song? That was too long ago. That was last week. I know, right? I know, and I yeah. can't fucking remember. And we all said we hated that song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doug, Doug says Facebook is full of wieners. Yeah, it is. It is. What the hell? Yeah, where'd that come from? I don't know. Next. Yes. The first album with the new lineup, the third album, but it's a it's an eponymous record. For people like Jim, that means it's the same. It's named the same as the band. White Snake's self-titled record. Hmm. What's on that one? 
That's the one with Still of the Night. Okay, that's every, right. That's what I thought. That's okay. their that's their yep. breakthrough, but it's not their debut. That's the third one, I believe. Okay. Um, and the Here band the band that that played on the record, or at least the guitar player, at least the guitar player that played on the record didn't tour with them and is not in any of the videos. Really? Yes. Odd. The guitar player on the record is John Sykes. Okay. And it's Adrian Vandenberg is in all the videos. <laughs> Great record. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one that is fantastic. And we this should go in the bucket. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back by public enemy. Okay. Because the first one was Fear of a Black Planet. Yeah. I honestly thought that was... I know that one more than It Takes a Nation of Millions. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but this is the one with 911 is a joke. Yeah, true. Uh, Bring the Noise. Oh, yeah. That was that was all over... Well, you went to your raps at the time. Yeah. Um, you you got to love Public Enemy. If you're, if you're into old school hip-hop or even new hip-hop, there is no hip-hop without mm-hmm. Public Enemy. Correct. Next... One for Miller. Nirvana's Nevermind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, I can't even argue that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, Doug. Tawny Katane in all the White Snake videos. <laughs> she tested very high on the stroke ability scale oh, in the, back God. in the day. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't argue the fact that Nevermind was their breakthrough. Absolutely. Because um, you had, what, Bleach before that. Yep. Yeah. Yep, there was Bleach before... Uh, and there's incesticide, which is uh, which came later. Yes. Uh, and then there was in utero. Mm-hmm. That was after. That was Nirvana. after Nevermind. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, without Nevermind, we don't hear from Nirvana. Nope. Maybe Nevermind should have never been released. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it kind of grew on you, you know. No, it didn't. <sighs> no. Speaking of shit that doesn't grow on you. The Red Hot Chili Peppers with Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Yep. I, I, I can't argue that it was their breakthrough. Yeah. But, no. Was that the one with Dave Navarro? No. No. That is One Hot Minute. Correct. Okay. That's which, One Hot which Minute. Which is not a very good album. No, it's fa- quite fucking terrible, even by Chili Peppers. Yeah. This is the one with Give It Away. Yes. And stuff like that. Suck My Kiss. Suck My Kiss. Um, I have... I have the tab book for this. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a few. I don't know why. There's a few decent songs on yeah. it, but it, it's the Chili Peppers. And this is before they had to remind you that they were from California every fucking five minutes. <laughs> well, it, it was still a, it's oh. a very entertaining album. No, it's not. Speaking of things that are not entertaining, Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. That was nope. their breakthrough. No fucking comment. Goddamn whiny bitch. Oh. oh, do I, speaking of them, one of these shows I'm going to next year. Why? Rancid. I'm ashamed of Tim and Lars for being on that bill. Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. But the problem is... 90 minutes of that fucking show is going to the Smashing Pumpkins. I hope not. It's I hope it's not 90 minutes. Oh, it will it's, be. It's at Hershey. Um, yeah, it's it's the... Yes, yes, yes. Enjoy your fucking half-empty arena tour. 
No. But or their half-empty stadium tour. And they're not filling Hershey. Free chocolate Green, Green bars. Day and Green Day isn't? Green Day fucking filled it last year. I hope Green Day's fucking headlining. They are. That's who the headliner. It's it's uh, the Survivor Tour. It's it's the 10th anniversary of American Idiot and the 30th anniversary of Dookie. So I think they're going to be playing a lot of shit off of them. Well, the, if, if Green Day is headlining, it might be worth a couple of bucks. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. But now, now that seals, I'm definitely not fucking going. Because I'm not sitting through a Smashing Pumpkin set <laughs> well, you, to get the fucking Green Day. You don't have to. You you stay for Rancid. Then you, you take a powder for, for Smashing Pumpkins. You come back. They don't let you back in at venues anymore. They don't. There's no reentry now. Yeah. Well, just go out to the lobby. There is no, no lobby. lobby. It's in a fucking stadium. Jesus. Weren't we there already? No, we were at the Giant Center. I could have. Wasn't I at Hershey for yeah. something? You might have been. You might have been. But not but... with me or us. There has to be a lobby. There's, there's always a lobby. There's under the bleachers, bathrooms and food vendors. No, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, as much as I would love to see Rancid and I wouldn't mind seeing Green Day. I'm with Doug on this one. It says Green Day and Rancid, but pumpkins do not belong there. I, I, I'm not. I am not disagreeing with that. Make it a fucking punk rock tour and put a band like Alkaline Trio. Like on Like I said, it. I, it, that is such a weird lineup. You got Rancid, Green Day, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Throw them in the middle. I was like, why? Or fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Yes. Somebody. Well, they're tour on their own. But make yeah. it make it worth the fucking money that they're going to shell out. But people are going to shell out for the tickets. Moving on. Back to a, finally a good album. Super Unknown by Soundgarden. Uh, yeah, I, I would go so. Bad Motorfinger. Well, no, I think <clears throat> that's the one where you... No, this is the one that has Black Hole Sun, yeah, I know. Spoon This, this Man. one does have a lot of This hits, is though. their breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is the one that launched them into the stratosphere. Stratosphere, yes, but... That's what a breakthrough is. Okay. That's what a breakthrough is. Okay. Speaking of fucking bands that Bill Miller's going to waste a bunch of money on, Green Day's Dookie. Absolutely. It has, has to be because I think their first album was like a, a Slappy Hours or something like that. Something, yeah, it was something stupid. Yeah, it was like just, yeah, it was like something really dumb. It's like Dookie just, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dookie. Uh, and they, they're they they're responsible for la- launching pop punk. Mm-hmm. You know? Some 41 and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's no Blink-182. There's no Alkaline Trio. There's nothing of that nature without Correct. what Green Day did with Dookie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, depending on what side you fall on, you can either thank them or fuck them for that. <laughs> I wonder if Veruca Salt was before or after them. I don't know, but you can't fight the sea there. They were after. Okay. Yeah, because they also had a little punky vibes in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Next is one right up Bill's alley. He's talked multiple times about how much he loves this band. Oh, no. Radiohead with OK Computer. I don't think I've I've talked. You know what the worst part is? That's the only album I know by Radiohead. What about Kid A? I don't know that one. Oh. But I, I I know Paranoid Android. And I fucking cannot stand that shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there is, there is some music out there that I don't get. It's like on Quaaludes, man. Well, she might have been on Quaaludes. This next artist might have been on Quaaludes. She was on a lot of other substances. 
And it's a shame because the girl was a phenomenal fucking talent. I think I know who you're going to say. The late, great Amy Winehouse yes. with Back to Black. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Fucking amazing record. Yes. And an amazing talent. I, you know, I, I, I wish she was still around. Uh, Doug War, Doug says, uh, surprise the crash test dummies aren't on there. I don't think you can call a one hit wonder a breakthrough. Honest to God. No. I don't it's... think they had a breakthrough. Uh, they had mm, and fucking disappeared. <laughs> yep. P- uh, Peter Pumpkinhead. That was a song. Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater. I don't. <laughs> don't. I'll do it off the air. <laughs> you, you, I'm going to dice. You know right where I'm going. Next is uh, somebody that my kids would know. Kendrick Lamar with Good Kid, Mad City. All right. I, I mean, he's a, a very popular hip-hop artist. I've, I've heard of him. I've heard some of his stuff, like riding with Randy and stuff. Um, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. I, w- I wouldn't put him up with Snoop or Dre or M. Speaking of Snoop, he quit smoking weed. But but he has what? But but he has a thing. I'm thinking of getting it if I can find it. It's like Elf on the Shelf. It's it's Snoop on the Stoop. Nice. <laughs> I'm and I'm not even kidding about this. It's a thing, and I'm thinking of getting it. Little Snoop. Oh, Snoop Lord. on the Stoop. See now these last couple, these last three are. I'm I'm not even gonna fucking put them out because. I'm oh. sure you we've never heard of them. I've never heard of them. Okay. And I'm pretty sure you have you guys haven't either. Okay. Phoebe Bridgers? Nope. No. Uh Charlie XCX? Nope. Caroline Polachek? No. No. Okay. We don't even need to talk about that. Nope, then. nope, nope. So that's that. They didn't break through us yet. No, they didn't break through us, so it's not really a breakthrough. Did I tell you I got maiden tickets though? Yes, you did. I thought I did. Yeah. Yes. Um, Finally, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's at Wells Fargo. I know, and it's fucking uncomfortable. Unless you're in a unless you're in a luxury box, the seats at Wells Fargo, especially for your fat ass, Jesus. it's not going to go well. My fat ass didn't go well. Was I at the Wells Fargo? I'm just, I don't remember where I've been. You might have been there years ago. I don't remember. It's down in Philly. Yeah, but I've also I've been to other shows oh, without where, you two where, guys. The, the, where the Flyers play. Then I was at Wells Fargo. How did your big ass fit in them fucking seats? Oh, we were like right down by ice. Oh, so yeah, uh, like I was up in uh, I was up like for Journey and Toto. I was like midway up in the seating bowl. Yeah, oh. and even at five foot five, I was fucking cramped. Yeah, where we, we had gotten uh, t- free tickets at one point as well, and we this is even before Ryan was born, and we got to be in the um, the luxury box. Not the it's not luxury box. But they're like private boxes. Sweet, yeah. You get well. You get your own bathroom. Get your own bar. Yeah, yeah. we. Yeah. I had. Oh, I love those. Mark and I had had those tickets for Maiden. Yeah, um, we went. To, we went. It was Maiden and Ghost, mm-hmm. and uh, Snacky John and Kim had tickets but couldn't go, so they gave the ticket. She gave the tickets to me and Mark. Oh my, fucking luxury box <laughs> at the Wells Fargo for Iron Maiden for free. Oh, my. Kim, do you want anything for him? No, you guys go have fun. Oh, and we did. Keepers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was, we were down near ice, there was, this is just recently, too, we took him to the game, and uh, I, at one point, a fight broke out with the hockey players, and I just jokingly yelled out, use your words. 
Boy, the dirty looks you get for yelling that at a hockey game. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, it reminded me of the time that I dressed up as um, right to censor Stevie Richards and went to a WWE event uh-huh. and started chastising all the people around me for glorifying the violence. People wanted to kick my ass. It's just like, do you think I'm going to come to a wrestling show and pay for tickets? And just, and I mean, it was just, I was having fun. It's like, at that moment, I realized people take this way too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for something. That was, that was before um, the girl, the girl at the, at the Skook wrestling show. <laughs> that was yelling at us. I remember. <laughs> okay. I thought I had. What happened? A, 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 I thought I had a third list, but I don't. I thought I had a movie list. You have like a a pile of papers there. Yes. Jesus Christ! Somebody has to be fucking. Uh, somebody has to be prepared. <coughs> do we want to do another list, or do we want to get into the reviews? We can do another list. Yeah, we're forty minutes in. This would be a pretty quick list. Yeah. From a, a website I've never pulled anything from before, uh, Bola VIP US. What the fuck? Wait, do you say Ebola? No, Bola. Not <laughs> Bola. Oh, okay. Ebola. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, that makes it a little bit more sense. We're going to get some kind of disease. He, he went to smack me. No, if I went to smack you, I'd have fucking smacked you. Good asshole. The 25 greatest drummers of all time. No. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I have some ideas in my head. I know okay. I know from some drummers. Okay. I got a lot of ideas in my head. And I'm going through this list, because I just did this before you guys got here. Um, there's some glaring fucking omissions. But we'll get into that later on. First guy on the list, I, I can't argue with, Stuart Copeland of The Police. Yes. Okay. Great drummer. Um, you know, The Police would not be The Police without Stuart Copeland that you know that reggae infused drumming um mm. and his like th- his just off kilter way of playing really defined a lot of what the police mm-hmm. did next the fucking professor Neil Peart okay is this an order uh, it better fucking not I be. was going to say it better not be jesus god neil peart um there's a reason they call the man the professor. Yeah. Um, if you want to see something amazing, at a Buddy Rich tribute concert, there's video out there of him playing YYZ with a big band, okay? Mm-hmm. The, you know, the Rush instrumental YYZ. He does it on a five-piece kit. Or mm. it might even be a four-piece kit. Mm. And Neil always said, if you can't play it on a four-piece kit, you can't play it on anything else. Yeah. But yeah, ne- fucking the great Neil Peart. Next is a guy that Neil Peart took a lot of his uh, influence, took a lot of influence from. One of the greatest jazz drummers of all time. Yes, Tyler Stevenson should be on this list, Doug. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Gene Krupa, amazing jazz drummer. Okay. Um, yeah, he's like fucking unbelievably good. Um. I put him up with another guy we're going to have on this list later on. Next is a guy you just saw play from Tool. Yes. Mr. Danny Carey. Absolutely incredible. Right. Oh, God. That guy is un 
fucking real. Yes. That I mean, his use of polyrhythms, uh, kids. That's when your hands are in one time signature and your feet are in another. This guy is unfucking real mm-hmm. with the po- with you know just playing polyrhythmic shit and just weird off the wall stuff. Next is a drummer. I would never call him one of the greatest drummers of all time, but he served the song well, and he was the perfect drummer for his band. Ringo Starr of the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, he he was perfect for the band. For the band, but I don't mm-hmm. think he's one of the 25 best. Oh, no. With some of the names that are omitted from this, definitely yeah. not. Yeah. But Ringo definitely fit. Yeah. Doug, spoiler alert, Karen Carpenter is not on the list. And you're right, she should be. Karen Carpenter was a fucking amazing drummer. Find, you Kids, go onto YouTube and find video of Karen Carpenter playing the drums. Unreal. Next is a guy, um, just for his pedigree of, of the band, of the bands he's played with, you can't argue. He played with Frank Zappa. Need I say more? Mm-hmm. Vinny Kaliuta. Okay. If you don't know who Vinny Kaliuta is, uh, I I get it. He's you know, uh, it's it's something only music nerds are gonna know. It's a yeah. guy only music. Mo- nerds. Mostly drummers are what music nerds know because. <laughs> no, no, I'm being honest. No, he, he's I'm not. Be- he's it's not like I know. everybody knows the singer and the guitarist, but usually the the rhythm section, the bass, and the and the drums and the drummers, people kind of don't know. Right. Correct. Next up, the next guy on the list is a guy even I don't know. Jojo Mayer. Mm. I don't know who he is. Um, and I'm kind of intrigued. I want to go look up some of his stuff to see how good he is. Okay. Um, next, we have an overlooked drummer. Phil Collins of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go back to the early days of Genesis when Peter Gabriel was still singing. Mm-hmm. And they were still a prog band. Yeah, and plus his drumming is responsible for the entire sound of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> by, that, that, by putting that reverb on. That gated reverb. Yep. <laughs> Next is a drummer that Mr. Tyler Stevenson takes a lot of influence from. Okay. Travis Barker of Blink-182. He definitely should be on that list. Great drummer. All right. 25 best, and I don't, I don't know. No. But he's definitely a great drummer. Next is a guy, he's overrated. His band is overrated. Uh, Carter Buford of the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, I would. <laughs> I didn't even know. Jesus. Honestly, I thought he did everything. I thought Dave Matthews just did. I thought, I thought Dave, Ma- I, Dave Matthews played drums. I, Dave Matthews played bass. I, Dave Matthews, I played a saxophone. <laughs> and I sing. I'm Dave Matthews. I'm Dave Matthews Band. This is another guy who is... Quite overlooked, and he's a fantastic drummer. Questlove of the Roots, and also uh, yeah, I don't think I honestly Jimmy Fallon's. He, yeah, I don't think he's overlooked oh, because yeah, about. I don't think he's overlooked because like even I know who the drummer is, and I've seen some of the drum offs on Jimmy Fallon, which are awesome. Oh yeah, he, dude, he Questlove he's, is no fucking joke. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Uh, next is a session cat, um, and. 
he's played with everybody on. He's been on more records than you can shake a stick at. Mm. Guy by the name of Steve Gadd. Okay. Okay. Um, another another excellent drummer. Now we're gonna go back into jazz for a minute here. Right. Elvin Jones of the John Coltrane Quartet. If you played with Coltrane, you were good. All right. All right. Because Coltrane was notorious for firing motherfuckers that fucked up. <laughs> Next is, a, he's a great drummer. I just hate his band. Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Very good but, drummer. Between, when you pair him up with Flea. Great rhythm section. Yeah. Yes. Take, oh, my God. Put that just alone in and of itself without the lyrics. And so it's, it's absolutely I, wonderful stuff. Plus, I, he looks like Will Ferrell. I'm, uh, I, I, well, it depends who's older. Cause who no, looks... no, it, they've, they've done side by side. Yes, no, I know. I'm saying depends who's older as to who looks like who. <laughs> oh yeah. You're correct. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, if you, if, if you like beat down Anthony Kiedis with a fucking shillelagh <laughs> before, you know, before the red hot chili peppers ever did anything, I might actually enjoy them. Didn't Chad Smith do something with somebody else? Chicken foot, right? Chicken foot. That's yeah. Right. yeah. He was That's a drummer for chicken foot. Uh, Oh, speaking of chicken foot, did you see what Sammy Hager and Mike Anthony are doing? They are doing Joe Satriani and Jason Bonham. The best of all worlds. They're doing a Van Halen retrospective. Yes. I heard, I heard I saw the article headline about Jason Bonham at something he was wanted to say, but I, I didn't read the article because I thought I honestly thought it was going to be about Led Zeppelin. No, they, so I just skipped the article. But they Dick. offered they offered Roth, uh, they invited Roth uh, and Alex Van Halen to go out and do like you know come out and do some stuff with them. Yeah, and they turned it down. Fox. Especially Alex. Yeah, I mean, look, fuck Roth. But look, the one website I go to loves to like do the bait and switch on the headlines just for funds. So they start this whole stuff with Jason Bonham. I'm thinking it's going to be Led Zeppelin news, and I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> right. And, and they did it again when um, when Trump's sister just passed away. Mm-hmm. They they put Trump found dead in New York apartment. Oh God. And, and of course, like the comments section were flooded. With like, and oh. it was like, no, it was Trump's sister. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Oh right. my lord. Next, another great jazz drummer from the Miles Davis uh, group, Tony Williams. All right. Here's a guy that was a little bit more. Uh, uh, Doug says Roth can't sing anymore. He never could sing. <laughs> um, but Alex should have should have gone out. I I don't disagree. Look, look I'm going to settle this this whole Roth thing once and for all. Okay, <sighs> Bowling for Soup did a song called uh, 1985. You recall it? And there's a line in there. And who's that other guy singing with Van Halen? Okay, <laughs> other guy, better singer, other <laughs> better songwriter. You broke the clock. Oh, your cock fell down. My clock fell down. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, next is a guy that we'll be a little bit more familiar with. Or at least you fucking Cretans will. Mitch Mitchell of the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Okay. I I, I, I would have to break out my Jimi Hendrix albums, but yeah, like Jimi Hendrix surrounded himself with goodness. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. You ain't kidding. 
Next is another guy that is unfucking believable. Terry Bazio. Of he played with Frank Zappa. Mm. Uh, he was he played with you know his wife is Dale from Missing Persons. Oh okay. Uh, he did some stuff with Missing Persons. Um, Doug says I need to get closer to smack you. I'm not trying to hit him, <laughs> Doug. I'm not trying to hit him. Just making him jumpity jump. And he also when uh, when uh, David Silvera had a step away from corn. Terry Bazio jumped in and played with Corn. Really? Yes. <sighs> Terry Bazio is an unbelievable drummer. Another one died way too early. Keith Moon of The Who. Yes. Mm-hmm. Moon the Loon. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was the walking epitome of rock star. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was. Brian says that you should get a SWAT before the night's over, uh, Jim. For not knowing Chad from Mudvayne. Oh, piss off. I, you know, I don't fucking disagree with you, Brian. The what? Wait, when did this turn into Eric's just going to slap the post around? <laughs> I mean, it's like, this is like, I don't want this to be a running theme where we, <laughs> we just get here to get beaten. You know what? Why else would I buy a cricket bat? I'm going to buy a hockey mask. <laughs> be the best thing you can fucking do to your face. I'm going to get one of those nuns with the boxing gloves here. That would be funny. That would be funny. Uh, and Doug agrees that I should smack you. Jesus. Um, next, Carl Palmer, Palmer from Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yes. Okay. Not really that great of a drummer. N- nothing spectacular. Here's a spectacular drummer. Crazy as a fucking, as nutty as a fucking shithouse rat. But a great drummer, Ginger Baker of Cream. Right. Mm-hmm. No. Little bit racist. <laughs> Wee bit racist. Doug says it makes for good 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 entertainment if I smack the shit out of you guys. This ain't the Tom and Jerry show. <laughs> <laughs> Did not. Did not spit take. We almost had the sp- second spit take here. It's like, this is not, man. It's, this is why you children were raised on violent cartoons. <laughs> and that's not what we do here. It's yeah. all about peace and love. Yeah. No, it's, no not. it's not. Wow. <laughs> no, it's not. Next is probably the greatest drummer to ever pick up a pair of drumsticks in any genre of music. Buddy Rich. Agreed. From where? I am going to hit you. I'm just trying to think. I Like I said, I get... Look. He's I, a very old school drummer. I'm getting muddled. Old jazz drummer. Okay. Yeah. If you've seen that, like that thing you do, that movie, yeah, the the guy in that was like he he's a big Buddy Rich fan. Okay, you know, the, like it's like it's a person that drummers know. Yeah, okay. and I have heard of him. Drawing's done. <laughs> yeah, that's my neighbor. Um, next is we've had this discussion. He's a great drummer, but he's not as great as everyone fucking cracks him up to be. John Bonham. I knew that was coming. Well, I don't know. I can't deny the musicianship of the band. I can't either, but he's not that great. The fucking best musician in that band, hands down, is John Paul Jones. Okay. Another guy, I wouldn't necessarily call him a great drummer, but he played perfectly in his band. 
Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. 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 Rock solid, always in the pocket. Did you see they just they just dropped a new fucking album? Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the Stones, man. Still doing it. And the last one on the list. What she's doing on here, I have no idea. When we don't have Mike Portnoy, we don't have Nico McBrain, we don't have Bill Ward... We don't have Tommy Aldridge. We don't, you know, there's so many names missing. Just about every drummer from Slipknot. We don't have Joey Jordison. We don't have Jay Weinberg. There you go. There's your Slipknot. We don't have, um, we don't have. Was there a Tepensa, Dave Tepensa with Zombie? Who the hell was John Tempesta. That's it, John. John Tempesta. Um, you know, we, we there's so many great drummers missing from this. We don't have uh, Chris Adler of Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. We don't have, I said Tommy Aldridge, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we don't have Tommy Aldridge. We don't have... Lombardo. Dave Lombardo. Um, the guy from Guns N' Roses. Steve Adler, great no, drummer. No, the other one. Oh, shit, even better drummer. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Matt Sorum. Matt Sorum, yes, yes. yes. Don't have Matt Sorum. But Sheila E. is on this Get list. the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Not a bad drummer. Was she in the Walk the Dinosaur video? Yes, I believe so. I thought, okay, yeah. You know, not a bad drummer, but... <laughs> look at the names that are missing from this I know. list. I always thought... Now, I'm, I, I'm not going to take any flack from this from our fans, because Sheila E. But I always thought she was like one of them gimmick drummers. You have like the three drums in front of you and you kind of move around more than your drum. Yes. But I've seen her like actually behind a drum set right. and the girl can fucking play. She's a very good drummer, but there's so many that are not on this list that fucking should be. Meg White. <laughs> no. No. You're getting closer and closer to getting hit. You Come on. You can't bring out a drummer's list. I didn't think I was going to mention... Meg White. Although Joey Kramer, I say, should be on the list, too. There you go. I'd put Joey Kramer up there. Joey Kramer's a hell of a drummer. Hmm. He's a hell of a drummer. I I mean, I... I, Rick Allen. Yeah, after what he went through. Yeah. I mean, to do what Rick Allen does with one arm... Yeah. It's unbelievable. And he was a hell of a drummer before the accident. Yes. Rick Allen was a great drummer before the accident. Um, You know... I, I don't know. That list is kind of fucky and flawed. Yes. All right. Let's spin the wheel. Seventeen. Odd. Odd. So that's an album, right? Yep. Odd's always album. We started that tradition with They Might Be Giants. And that was an odd album. That was odd. It was a great <laughs> album, but an odd album. Nope fucking concerned. I want to find my clock. <laughs> this clock's so You want tiny. to find your what? He can't find my, it. My clock. Oh, your clock. Sorry. I Never mind. And. <laughs> Bad boy. The album that we had to review, uh, it was a, fan, uh, a fucking great album. It was. I know great albums. I know great albums. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of mine. I know great albums. 
I only put great albums in the bucket. I only put great movies in the bucket. The album, Wisconsin Death Trip, the debut album of Static X, mm-hmm. released on March 23rd of 1999. Weird to think that that what we listened to a week before was also a 99 album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, that that weird shit from last week compared to this, you know. You gave it a five and a half. Well, still, it was still weird. You gave it a five. <laughs> hey, you, rate, you fucks rated it higher than me. I went by well, how many half songs I perks. enjoyed. There was, that was very enjoyable song. There was. There was. That's why I gave it a five. Yeah. So don't don't be so down in the mouth. I didn't. I didn't shit all over it like it was fucking kicks, did I? <laughs> or to drop kick Murphy's. Wait. Shut up! Don't wait. wait. I know, dude. I know you're fucking Achilles' heel, and I will gimmick shit. Go right ahead. I know you're Achilles' heel. Anyway, this album peaks at number 107 on the Billboard charts, and is certified platinum. Should have been diamond, at least. Should have sold 10 million at least. Our cast of characters. We have Tony Campos on bass and backing vocals, Koichi Fukuda on lead guitar, keyboards, and programming, the amazing Ken J on drums, and, of course, our ringleader, the god of, electri- of evil disco, Mr. Wayne Static on lead vocals, rhythm guitar, and programming. Mm-hmm. And it starts off... Yeah, uh, Doug says down, down, and them off. <laughs> yeah, down and them off. No, down deep. Yeah, down deep. The Dutch porn star. <laughs> anyway, album starts off with. What? Go ahead. Before I, I, before we get going, I have to say I had to vindicate Bill on this. Uh, Spotify. Would not allow four songs on this album to be played. Which ones? Love Dump. Stem. Everything on Spotify. I, I had He's vindicating no, me. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the list was there, but those songs, it would, they would skip over. And whenever I clicked it, it said not available to play in your region. I heard every song. I couldn't fucking believe it. It's because you're dumb. No, no he and, was in a different region than you. But, yeah, yeah, he wasn't in the scoop. But the thing is, I, 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 I subscribed to Spotify. That's what was really fucking weird. Mm. Worked for me. But I had to listen to this album on YouTube. No, you're not vindicating him for shit. No, you, she's vindicating me. I've been vindicated. <laughs> no, no, he's not vindicating you. He's just proving he's fucking dumb and doesn't know how to use Spotify. Because every fucking swinging dick song on this record, I listen to on Spotify. Don't don't hit me. <laughs> you see how Love Dump is blacked out? Oh Jesus Christ. I can't I can't prove you wrong. My phone's being used for more important things. Yes. Put but your phone away. Put your phone away. We got to, shit to do. We got to, shit to do. Wisconsin death trip. We got shit it. to do. Shut up. I did listen to him though. Opening track is called Push It. Absolutely love I fucking love this song. Yeah, I loved it. 
This is one I hear on SiriusXM all the time. Yes. And it's just, it's a really good song. Uh, every but every time I I do hear the title I do think of Salt and Pepper. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's okay, but but again it's a it's a really good song. Oh yeah, corrosive tainted by my sin. I'm spilling blood and I can hardly contain. Mm. Uh such a great song. Um, and like the 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 dueling vocals in there, you got Tony Campos doing the lo- the like yeah. the, you doing that the the growl yeah, and then Wayne does the high part. When Snacky played this song, I fucking did both of those parts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Talk about a sore throat at the, end of this, at the end of the song. Next is a song that reminds me of every fucking Thursday night here. It's called I'm With Stupid. Hey, man. What? <clears throat> this was, again, a good song, but I don't think the vocal samples in it were just, just not needed. It didn't. Need, it didn't need those in yeah, it. Yeah, it does. No, it, it was a good song beyond it. Yeah, it, it, it's a good song without them. I, I think. I think I'm just a little burnt out of vocal samples because of zombie. <laughs> it, it, it enhances the song. Does, it, it didn't though. It did. All right. It did. It was still okay, but it's you know, good. What do you got? I same thing. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the song. It's funny when when I saw them. The first three songs that are on this album were the first three songs they played. Yeah. It was it was pretty neat. But yeah. Next is probably my favorite song on the album. Bled for Days. Now I'm going to say something. And I didn't realize it until Brian and Robert Work said it. Because I played the first three songs. And then they said, don't they all kind of sound the same? And I went, son of a bitch. They do. Very similar. Yeah, very similar. Mm-hmm. But it... it Static X, yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah. I felt that like this song really was like a very good new metal industrial just blueprint. Yes. Yeah. It's like this is what that genre is supposed to sound like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next is a song that Miller couldn't fucking find on Spotify because he might be a little special. It's right there. Love Dump. I can't yeah. play it. And this one, now, this is a good song. Again, the use of samples. The subject matter, though. Is this what I think it was about? What? Cleveland Steamer? I don't oh, know. God. I hope not. I don't know. Jesus. It seemed like it was. It might but be. But also, this song. Oh, I can't believe I'm letting you do this to me. <laughs> this song actually helped me <laughs> get, a, get a trivia question from uh, Jose Menga into the trivia pit. They had a song mashup where you have two songs, and they and it was the song. It was... This love dump, and I was like, "Oh, Pantera and Static X." I knew it. I was so happy for myself because, and again, it wasn't. I'm still listening to the song. I'm like, "Is this what I think it's about?" <laughs> uh, Doug says, "I guess it don't work in in the scoop. Cause Spotify work for me. I listen to all songs." <sighs> well, okay, now we you get over you get over that mountain, and it's like we can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, what I've got for this one is this is Mall Pop from Hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not lying. It's Mall Pop from Hell. It's it's Nine Inch Nails with talent. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say this 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 was more industrial. Yeah. This this was the more industrial sounding. Song I was on actually the album. when I heard how industrial this was. And I know you're not the biggest fan of that genre, right? I was surprised you liked this album. Uh, yeah, 
because it is like it, it seems like, and I like industrial and new metal. I had never really listened to Static X, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so this was wonderful to listen to. Yeah, I I I, I really dig this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, track five is called "I Am." This one to me was like just it was just okay. It wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but it was a very middle of the road kind of track. And, and it, it's you had one, two, three that were kind of like in your face, upbeat. Mm-hmm. Four slowed down a little bit. This one, they're back in the game. Yeah, pushing themselves again. Because yeah, you push it. Push it. <laughs> Ken, uh, what, my, what my notes on this one are: Ken J is such a killer fucking drummer. Hmm. The guy sounds so much like a machine, but human at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did a little research. Um, they didn't want to, they wanted to have machine like machine drum machine sounding drums, but didn't want to use a drum machine. So they kind of rigged up their own trigger system with piezo, uh, piezo mics and trigger drum triggers and some other shit to get the sounds that you hear. And all of the cymbal tracks were overlaid on top of it. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know how to fucking pronounce this next song, this next title. It was in it was in the song how many times? I still can't pronounce it. Oxtillation. Okay. Osigolation. Yeah. Osigo is a city in Michigan where he grew up. Wow. Well, it's a small town in Michigan. You Wikipedia this, didn't you? I did because I wanted to know what the fuck is this mean. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I mean, I felt this song was this was like probably my favorite one on. This thing was visceral, and I felt this song in my soul. You you can't. I mean, it was it was just good. And you can't help but tap your feet to this. Oh my and it, the god! Guitar in this holy shit. Oh yeah, Koichi and Wayne are were both fucking great guitar players. Um, I mean, Koichi, I was glad to see him come back. Mm-hmm. Um, because he had gone away for a while. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm glad to see Koichi's back in the fold. They, I mean, they have the original band together, of course, obviously, without Wayne. Correct. Um, and, shh, it's Hensel Dope. Um, as Zero. <laughs> they have uh, the guy, uh, the guy, he goes by Zero. Yeah. Uh, X-E-R-O. Chuck should sue for copyright infringement. <laughs> um but it's Edsel Dope under yes. the mask. And Edsel does the fucking, does it justice. Mm. Oh, he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Next is a movie, uh, movie, uh, a song called Stem. This was a, this was a good song except for the intro and outro. Trim that out, middle of it, just great. Yeah, this is, this, this is one of the few that actually got a meh from me. Mm. This reminded me if, if Black Sabbath, like in the technical ecstasy, Sab, uh, Sabbath, bloody Sabbath era. If if Black Sabbath was a techno band, this is what it would have sounded. Like. <laughs> oh God, I didn't think it was that bad. I enjoyed that song. I, I'm not saying it was bad. It's just it it yeah, wasn't. It wasn't a bad song. That intro and outro though, which is like it just didn't need to be there, to, in my opinion. Yeah, but they wrote the song. They can do what they want. Yes. Next, a song called "Sweat of the Bud." Yeah, this was this was actually the first like just no for me. I just did not like this song. It just felt too. It didn't come together. 
You yeah. know, it was like it was like a soup that wasn't on the boil long enough. I don't know. I <laughs> more of the same for this song. I mean, this is another one, mm. a good one for me. Yeah, I, 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 I dug this song. It wasn't. It's it. There's no stinkers on the record for me. Mm. Next track number nine is called Fix. Yeah, this was an odd. This was odd song. I, I guess I get a maybe from it, but it's not like it. Again, wasn't bad or just it's hmm, just really odd for me. Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> Once again, I enjoyed this. I mean, a, a lot of these songs mm-hmm. kind of sounded the same. I didn't really find much difference in a lot of these songs, and this goes along with the same. Yeah, the great part about this album, though, was like normally when I listen to some of these albums, I have to be in the mood. This album gives you a mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it's like, you know, you don't you don't have to be. It's like if you're. It'll, it'll like cheer you up if you're angry yeah and anger you up if you're happy it's weird <laughs> it'll put you right in that zone yeah it's it's beautiful for that it's evil disco yeah mm. Wayne's voice is so different from anybody else who's doing mm-hmm. yeah who was doing anything at this time but it is absolutely perfect for what static X does absolutely that sound yeah he his voice goes perfectly with the sound yeah and, and, and the the gravity defying hairdo and <laughs> yes yeah everybody knew what yep. he looked like yep yeah you gotta love Wayne Static uh, track number ten the title track Wisconsin Death Trip yeah this gets the same as the one before I just could not get into this song there was just too many samples I th- there's a lot of samples going on in this yeah um th- go ahead Jim no I, I I'm still going yes this. Fuck another banger on here. Yeah, I, I got to agree. And my 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 biggest note on this, and this really goes through the whole album, the playing is so fucking clean. Yes, it's like it's like everything was programmed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know industrial music is supposed to be like that, but Ministry doesn't do it like this. Mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails doesn't do it like this. Not this clean. No. No, and they don't have as many guitars and shit like that either. It, it, like, and the, the playing is so pristine. It's not the most technical shit yeah. you're ever going to hear. Yeah. But everything is fucking perfect. Two more tracks. Number 11, The Trance is the Motion. Yeah, more than any other song. I mean, this the title fit this song so perfectly, and I loved it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah you're it, right. The, tr- the title fits perfect. Yeah, it just, it was, oh, I loved it. It was very different, but very good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I actually gave this one a meh because I know what I like from Static mm-hmm. X, and this, yeah. is, this is weird even by Static <laughs> X standards. The beginning, once you got past a little bit of the intro where the music like really started kicking in, I I know this band Stabbing Westward, and I kind of got like a Stabbing Westward vibe from the way they were playing a little bit. And I was getting like some stuff for the art of noise. There was like some really just weird vibes to it. I loved it. Yeah, mm. it like I said, this one's weird. Yeah, even by Static X's standards. Excuse me. Final track on the record. Everything under the everything on this record is under four minutes. Mm. I think. Except this one. Except this song. (laughs) 
and the first three minutes can be chopped off. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. You cut the first three minutes off, and this becomes a yes. But with that that weird fucking droning intro, I got to give it a meh. I actually thought it was going to be an instrumental. Yeah. And I, then I, meh. Yeah. I just said it was like just noise, bad, terrible ending to a hell of an album. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say it was a terrible it was, ending. It, for Yeah, I, to end an album like this. Yes. It was a long December. Reason to believe. <laughs> but yeah, um, I... I Final thoughts, Bill. I, as as I said, as someone who just I love industrial, I love new metal. I thought this was a hell of a matchup. It put the best of both worlds in the album. I I really enjoyed Static X. Yeah, for someone that I never even considered, because the late '90s was not a, a you know time I was picking up any new music. Right. But but this was this was amazing. What do you give it? I give it an eight. Eight. There's only a few just things, and even the things I don't like on it, mm-hmm. I just—it's so few that it's like I can't not give this as props. Okay, what about you, Miller? I never heard of this band until I was gonna go see them what two years ago, and uh, I started listening to them then, and I'm like, wow, this is a really good fucking band. Uh-huh. How come I never fucking heard of them before? Because you were too busy listening to shit like Nirvana. Not in '99. I was probably listening to Creed. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did you get your tickets for that fucking show yet? I'm thinking uh, about it. I. But the date is around when we usually go to the cabin. The, the, Jimmy would like to see Creed. But no. uh, I, he, I, he's like six. He doesn't know any better. He wants to see Nickelback too. He's like six. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> he's gonna be fifteen. Anyway. Uh, no, I so, I rate this the same as uh, Bill. I rate this an eight. Oh, okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, then we've got uh, a pretty uni- we've got a unanimous decision across the board. All right. Well, then we've got because uh, I rated an eight as well. One thing I will say because you brought up Spotify, even on my computer at work, it lists all the fucking songs, but I can't click. It wouldn't let me click those songs. They were like. Push the button. They were grayed out. No, I am pushing the button. <laughs> they were they were grayed out. If I played an album, it would skip those fucking songs. Didn't do it for me. And maybe, then maybe your IT department. And then no, but but what I didn't realize the only time that it said something to me was when I was at my house, and it was Saturday night, and I was playing. I wanted the kids to listen to the album, and I had my you know. Bluetooth speaker there and I'm hitting the phone I'm like why is it skipping over this song and I clicked on it and it said unavailable to play in your fucking region I heard it I know and I, the other thing that was weird is when I played it like driving in the car you know how it has the album thing it kept switching like like it was pulling from different albums like like the one album was like new metal greatest hits I'm thinking what the fuck is this yeah but it was I, I did have the album selected I don't know what the fuck was going on. Fucking skook it, Jason. Oh. <laughs> My phone's possessed. No, it's fu- your phone's fucking skook it, Jason. <laughs> the 462. The fuck. Hmm. All right. So that was Static X. You're welcome. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed uh, that. Of course it was. I picked it. <laughs> now. Humble as always. <laughs> hey, when you're this fucking good, you don't need to be humble. Yeah, but you lost your clock, so. Well, I didn't make it, so. <laughs> yeah. I could fault the craftsmanship. Glue. 
I don't know. No, wood filler, man. Put just wood filler in that. Make it a solid bat. Uh huh. Actually, I might put a fucking piece of lead in there. You need to start hitting him with it then. I don't want to. I'm. Drill some holes so it goes faster. <laughs> I don't want to say you'll smack me. Did you ever? Did you ever see the movie Dazed and Confused? <laughs> Years ago. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make a soul pole. No. I can't remember that. Think of a cricket bat, of uh, a full size cricket bat, yes. but flat with holes drilled into it. Yeah, the, the seniors in shop class were making there. Uh huh. Mm. And why does Bannon have to get two? Just because he flunks. <laughs> Good soundtrack for that movie as well. I got both of them. Yeah. Uh, Brian says, he, uh, I am Jim's IT department in our little area. He was like, what the fuck? I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking skook Jason, I'm telling you. Now, we got to take the good with the bad, I guess. Because now we have to do the movie. The movie selected by... Our esteem, my esteemed colleague, Bill Solt, was 1995's Rob Roy. Scotland Forever! <laughs> Hootsman! <laughs> Released on April 7th, 1995. Written by Alan Sharp. Directed by Michael Caton James. On a budget of $28 million. How many pounds is that? A lot. A lot of pounds. And then it makes... <laughs> $58.7 million at the box office. When you adjust that for inflation to today's dollars, it cost $56.5 million to make, and the box office take was $118.5 million. Mm, okay. That's a lot of pounds. <laughs> yes. Starring the wonderful Liam Neeson as Rob Roy McGregor. Uh, who is, if you don't know the story of Rob Roy, Rob Roy was actually a historical figure. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Scottish outlaw. Um, he was like, what what passes for nobility in Scotland? The fucking bar's kind of low. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell? No, he's not wrong. <laughs> the bar's kind of low for what passes for nobility in Scotland. Okay, he only buggered sheep on Wednesdays. Oh. Oh, my. Anyway, Jessica Lange as his wife, Mary McGregor. Mm-hmm. John Hurt as James Graham, the fourth Marquise of Montrose. Oh, this is... Tim Roth yes. plays such a magnificent fucking bastard <laughs> in this movie. dickhead. Archibald Cunningham. Uh, he was, he's... Um, there's not a fucking redeeming quality of Archibald Cunningham. Absolutely not. No. Nothing redeeming. Eric Stoltz as Alan McDonald, mm-hmm. who is who is uh, Rob, Roy Mc, Rob Roy McGregor's best friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. right-hand man. Right-hand man, closest confidant. Um, Andrew Keir as John Campbell, the second Duke of Argyle, mm-hmm. who is like the, the landed gentry in the area of Scotland where the McGre- or Clan McGregor's at. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brian Cox, this guy is fucking fantastic in this movie, as Kaleer. He's he's funny in most movies. Oh yeah, Brian Cox is great. He, like, if if you've never seen Super Troopers, oh yes, his performance in Super Troopers is fucking and, amazing. And if anybody also, he's also the guy who does a lot of the McDonald's commercials now. 
Yes. And then we have Brian McArdle as Alistair McGregor, who is uh, who's Rob's younger brother. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have Gilbert Martin as Guthrie, who is the Duke of Argyle's fencing champion. <laughs> fencing? Yeah, well, that's what they that's what they call it. It's fucking sword fighting. And this guy, this guy's not Scottish nobility. He buggers sheep at least three days a week. I've seen, but I've seen this guy at Walmart. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Absolutely, dude. You go to the hometown Walmart. There's like five of this dude there. Yes. There's only one in Lehigh. <laughs> but the the hometown Walmart, there's like. Five of this dude running yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Fucking the long the the reason I shave my head <laughs> is because I don't want this dude's haircut. He has a fucking skull, first of all. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing a comb over, I'm not doing a skull. <laughs> not fucking doing it. All right. I have more pride in myself than that. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah. This guy's fucking like he he's another scumbag. I don't know. I mean there's no, 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 no. Guthrie's no. a fucking dirtbag. Honestly, I mean, you look at, like, how, like, the cast system was. I mean, it if went by with, how often you bugger sheep. Yeah, but if somebody with money tells you to do something, you do it to get money. Correct. You know? He, he didn't do much of anything, you know, until, unless it was coin on the table. Do you think I go to work without coin being on the table? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but the violence, the violence stuff that he did. No, I do that free. <laughs> the violence is pleasure. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Brian says, check out, uh, check out the website, peopleofwalmart.com. Oh, that's oh. fucking pure gold. Yep, oh. uh, Peopleofwalmart.com is pure gold. Um, now, anyway, back to the movie. 1713 Scotland, Rob Roy McGregor, uh, chief of Clan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also does essentially henchman work for the Duke of Argyle. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to reclaim some some cattle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they find the cattle. And they find the people what stole the cattle, and what buggered the sheep. <laughs> And he ends up killing one of them. He says, only one of you has to die today. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. It was like, that either, was, yeah, that's why they didn't attack. You're either going to die or you're going to go to prison. One or the other. Yep. You know, and he chose to, chose to come at him, killed him. Right. No one else has to die today. Yep. Yes. And then, you know, and then, of course, everybody brings up their swords. He calls to his boys in the mountain and says, oh. Kill anyone that has a sword. Yep. yep. <laughs> any, uh, cut down any man with a blade in his hand. Yep. And then the chick. <laughs> the comes woman. At him. Yeah, she comes <laughs> at him. Yeah. The old lady. Yeah, the old freaking the old crow comes oh, at him. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, Rob Roy is a sheep fucker with morals, I guess. <sighs> He's Scottish. They did make a joke about that, which is... About bugger and sheep. Yeah. I know they did. Yeah, but... And bugger and boys. He didn't know who's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get to that one. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now 
Rob Roy gets this uh, idea that he's going to get his own uh, herd, mm-hmm. essentially. Did we get introduced to uh, Montrose, that asshole coming in and basically saying that, you know, his mom sent him here to try and, what shall we say, uh, calm him down a bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, Cunningham was broke and sent him to Montrose to kind of, hey, you know, just do something with him. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was like the whole introduction. Shows how he's a good sword fighter. Yes. Because he beats uh, Guthrie. He beats Guthrie. Yes. Um, who is like, I don't know how he's hailed as the champion, but okay, we're fine with that. Yeah. And then <clears throat> we find out that The he's... bar's low in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. I love the... if. It, the cinematography of this, though, the room that they were doing the fighting in, um, they had the skull logo over the top, and when they panned down, the arch and the two doors behind it formed another skull. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I said, the, the, oh, the scenery, it's such a beautiful countryside. Oh, it, the, between the music and the scenery was absolutely gorgeous. And did you see in the opening with that opening sword fight, um, they had they drank a Guinness together. He says, let's share a Guinness or, or would you like a Guinness? I remember that. Oh, yeah. Montrose said that to uh, the, oh, the Scottish guy said that to Montrose. Huh. Yeah. But then but then he that uh, who the fuck's the other guy that went to go check on Roth in the morning? Oh, and, okay, okay. And yeah. the serving wench comes out. Clean. Yeah. And then he finds out that he's bumping nasties with her. Yeah. There were some, yeah, there were some actually really weird, filthy moments. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. There, there, there's, this <laughs> movie is filled with weird, filthy moments. Uh, because at this point, uh, like you're talking about, uh, we skipped over something with Archibald, too. He's trying to flee England because he's got legal troubles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's broke, mm-hmm. so his mom sent him to Scotland. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his mom sent him to Scotland, and now Montrose decides he's going to make money off of this guy because of his fencing abilities. Correct. And that's when we yeah. we yeah. have the thing with him and uh, Guthrie. Guthrie. Now. They... But now the next day, or, or or I don't know if it's the next it's day around. Yeah. But. Uh, Kalirn uh, goes to to get uh, Archibald and bring him down to to the Marquis. Mm-hmm. And this, like you said, like Jim said, the serving lunch comes out, and Kalirn <laughs> uh, essentially cops a feel. Yes, not a cent. He just flat out, <laughs> yeah. And then goes and wakes her up. Wakes him up with the smelling salts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the smelling salts are exactly of what you, exactly what you think it fucking might be. And they even went so far. in the morning. And and they went so far as to like moisten the, the, uh, Ryan's fingers. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then right after that, the chamber pot filling too while we're at it. Yes. Yes. It's like, I'm like, my God. God, what the... I understand where the time frame it is, but, but Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Yeah. May I empty your chamber pot syrupy and honor? It's like, 
What the hell? Yeah, well, na- nasty bitch. He made a comment about all the alcohol that would probably be in there. Probably yes. get a bunch of people drunk. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, so... They go, Rob, Rob, go ahead. First, well, before Rob Roy comes in there to ask for the money, finds out that Montrose finds out that this knucklehead is going around and ringing up, ringing up bills yeah. all over the place. Oh, is this guy like so much money? This guy so much money and on his tab, on his yeah. tab, basically telling or them, on his name. Yeah, yeah, basically telling them to knock it the fuck off. Yeah. Now Rob Roy gets the idea to start a a, a cattle business. Correct. Yes. Um. Which, now that is, for the most part, one of the actual true things of the movie. Yes. That, but it wasn't like a one-time thing. As a matter of fact, yearly, Rob and Montrose, because I was looking up like a lot of the history of this, had a deal, $1,000 a year, and he would do the cattle thing. A thousand pounds. Yeah, pounds a year, yes. And he would do the cattle thing and give Montrose most of the profits mm-hmm. of it. So... And this went on for many, many years, and this was that was like a true part. So it wasn't, it wasn't a one-time thing like the whole right. movie kind of framed it out. No, um, the, the, it, that was part of with yeah. uh, you know like him, him, Rob Roy taking down the rustlers essentially. Yeah, and uh, now instead of taking down the rustlers, he wants to become he wants to raise, mm-hmm. and he wants to raise and sell his own cattle. Correct. Yes. You know, Scott. And he, he wants a loan. Yes, he yes. wants a loan. Well, so they they work out the deal for the loan. All the paperwork is signed because even back then there had to be paperwork. Mm-hmm. And he sends, or he, I don't, I don't know if he, I don't remember if he sent him, but his second, Alan, yeah, goes and gets. Well, they get. That's when um, Cunningham and God, I can't remember his name. I can't. But yeah, they they they, they, they concoct the plan. plan. Yes, they concoct a plan. And I don't know why, why the. All right. Well, he was supposed. I okay. don't know why the Scottish guy came up with the idea to fuck this guy over. Because what did he get out of it? I don't. I don't remember that. I'm not. Honestly, I'm not sure why he did it. To be honest, okay. I mean that does seem a bit. Again, it's it's weird why he would just yeah, do that. Yeah. Now, what they did was instead of getting a note Which that he was to get the cattle from, they were they gave upon. and they gave him cash. And McDonald was very enamored with the United States. Well, I'm sorry, the states. Yes. I don't think it was the colonies. The colonies. That's and he was right. very enamored with it. So that's why. And they. I mean, as soon as they said, "I'm giving you cash," I mean they. I mean, I'm thinking as as soon as that happened, oh shit! And he even I said, "I know where this is going." He even said, "We didn't agree to this." Yeah, but there's like they they made there's nothing we can do about it. Yes, what, you have to do this or yes. not. You know, and they really put a lot of say that Rob Roy has a lot of trust, mm-hmm. which the character did. The person Rob Roy was not this shining beacon of gold. No, he was a scumbag. Yes, that that Liam Neeson portrays him, but again, you know. They framed it perfectly, and it's a perfect double switch kind of heist. Yeah. You kind of know what's coming. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, Alan gets the gold, mm-hmm. and he's trying to take it back to Rob Roy, and he's In ambushed. In the night, yes. During the night. He's ambushed. He takes a shot at uh, Archibald and misses. And yeah. how the fuck did he miss? 
I think guns back then weren't as smooth, accurate. Well, no, nowhere near as accurate. No, but it wasn't that far away. It I'm, doesn't matter. I know. A smooth, well, a smooth yeah. bore. Look at duels back then, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a smooth bore flintlock pistol. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, now, if it hits you, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Yes. Because it's a 54 caliber yeah. round. But it's a smooth bore, um, and a lot of times it didn't. It it the 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 projectile didn't fit in the barrel really well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it essentially wobbled, wobbled on its way out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so Alan gets killed. Mm-hmm. And Archibald and Kalern abscond with the thousand pounds. Yes, they do. And now Alan's horse comes walking into. Mm-hmm. Clan McGregor. Yeah. Alan's horse w- finds his way home. Yes. And they realize, uh, you know, he's that Alan's gone. And they try to tell him that Alan took off with the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rob knows better. He he knows that yeah. he wouldn't do that. And the one and the one they send the one down to the docks to see if the, you know, he was on a manifest mm-hmm. of the ship going out. And the and the thing, the thousand pounds missing, that did happen and was a breaking point. Between their relationship, and but it was never clear who did take the money. The the thousand pounds did turn up missing. Yeah, but and in some accounts, Rob Roy himself took it, or one of the people that he was working with took it. So they right. that was a tr- very true part that broke up the Montrose Rob Roy relationship. Yes, um, yeah, the the thousand pounds did actually go missing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and for context. That's, you know, like... A lot. That's a lot of fucking dough. You know, that is a ton of dough in today's in today's money. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so now, essentially, uh, by... by uh, as far as... As far as the Marquise is concerned, Rob Roy is a thief. Yep. Yes. And Rob Roy is, you know, trying to... He, I, 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 I need to clear my name. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know? Uh, we'll put off the sheep bugger in for a week, and I need to clear my name. Um, <laughs> the, the, there's there's some kind of faction going on here with the Scottish Lord. Yeah. And Montrose wants him to denounce him. Yeah, yeah. they want to want to call him uh, a what, Jacobite, a Jacobite, right. which Jacobite. is uh, which were people I think that were loyal to uh, King Charles. Yes. And yeah, there was a whole thing going on with the Scottish Lords at the time. Lisa watches the show Outlander, and there's an entire subplot with the Jacobites in that because it takes place right around the same time. Oh wow! As this, yeah. Um, and they, uh, the Marquis says to Rob Roy, "I'll, I'll you know, I'll wipe mm-hmm. out your debt. Absolutely, you... I'll wipe out your debt. Yep. All you got to do is take my side and say yeah. that, say that Argyle is a Jacobite. Correct." But I'm honorable. I cannot lie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like uh, I understand it's for a movie, but you know. It was. But again, I mean, it was. It was very kind of. I mean, I've seen. We've seen this kind of plot in mafia movies. Yeah. You know, it's like I was like it's like and they and Montrose kind of goes scorched earth on him, literally. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, because <laughs> now here's the point where I I saw this coming like a fucking porn star. What was going to happen next? Mm-hmm. The Redcoats show up at his house at his, at at the at Clan McGregor headquarters. Mm-hmm. 
They slaughter all of the livestock. They burn all of the outbuildings. And they torch his house. But that is the that is far from the most egregious thing that they do. Correct. And due to not wanting to get these videos taken down, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what they do. What Cunningham did to does to does to McGregor's wife. Yes. You. I think you can put it together. Okay. Uh, and of course, Kalirn watches all of this. Yes. yes. But he now he does watch in disgust. I mean, later on they frame it that he was complicit. Yeah. But he what he was very kind of dis, his facial expressions were very yeah, disgusted like, by like this. You're taking this too far now. Yeah. Yeah. But then of course, outside the building, he he makes a comment to her, like, if you know, it's not a sin. If you didn't it, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, oh, dude. It was like, oh, dude. You, I, I was like, you deserve a punch in the head for that one. <laughs> yeah. You do anything that's coming to you. Yeah. So, like, this war just goes on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they can't catch Rob. And he, you know, like, uh, Guthrie, uh, he can run faster than your men can ride. <laughs> you know. Because he's trying to... Motherfucker's trying to get a payday. Yes, he is. Yeah, but Eddie's pulling a Wolverine shit from uh, yeah <laughs> from Red Dawn. <laughs> he's hiding up in the mountains. Yes, but everybody's like taking. You know, he's everybody else is getting laid waste to. Yes. Yeah, you know that you just want him. Yeah. Um. So eventually they end up catching up to him. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're dragging, like literally dragging him back with a rope around his neck. Wait, I think we still we had Guthrie in the um they run into Oh, in the pub. In the pub. He yeah, he's there trying to make a deal with fucking Kaliran. Yeah. And then uh Guthrie says, you know, oh I'll do it and cuts him down. Yep, spins him around, backstabs yep. him. Done. Yes. He's, yes. He's done. So they end up catching up with him. Um mm-hmm. uh, and they're dragging him back with a rope around his neck, mm-hmm. and uh, they like they've got him tied to a tree uh, as they're camped out. Go ahead. Oh, as they're camped out. Okay. Yeah. As they're camped out, they have him tied to a tree, and you know Cunningham shows what a dirt bag he actually is. You know, kicking a man when he's down, or when he's fucking defenseless. Well, essentially. well he kicked them after. After um, Rob Roy took a bite out of his ear, yeah, because he you know he basically, he basically came over just to brag and about everything, all the terrible things he did, and about what he did to his wife. But he yes. got too close, and Rob Roy pretty much goes hey, no he, blood he, though. He Tysoned him, yeah, and then he starts <laughs> kicking him in the face. Yeah, um, so then they get him back to the marquee, mm-hmm. and that's the, on the bridge. Yes, on the bridge, and the the orders were. Broken, but alive. Yeah. Correct. So they bring him back. But the thing is, Rob Roy is not broken. Mm. At least not mentally. So they go to throw him off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to hang, hang him, him from, off the bridge. Hang him yeah. from the bridge. Well, he wraps the freaking... <laughs> he wraps the rope around Cunningham's neck. Mm-hmm. And jumps off the bridge, and he's hanging there yes. while choking Guthrie. Yes. And then so one of the guys comes up with a sword yep. and 
cuts him loose, cuts it, cuts it, cuts him free, and Rob ends up in the river. Yeah. Now, what's weird about a lot of the Montrose knows something's going on. Yeah, because he's noticing yes that the money problems have gone away from Cunningham. Yeah, and he even says there's something I'm missing, yeah. and I'm like. A big something you're missing. It's but, like, and he puts two and two together, but he still has to save face. Yeah. Correct. He can't say, hey, I fucked up. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's got to save face. So now uh, Rob's escaped Montrose. Yep. And he goes and meets up with with uh, with uh, Graham. Well, he hides, not, not he Graham. hides in the, uh, the, 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 the old carcass. Oh, right. that's old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like, like the damn. fucking Tauntaun. Yeah. Oh. The best part was, I mean, you don't realize how bad it is until the soldiers come to Oh, that stinks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It stinks so bad. It's like, he's Scottish. He's used to it. I know. But oh. it's just, oh. He's Scottish. He's used to it. The motherfucker eats haggis. Haggis is good. No. No. Just no. <laughs> anyway, so now uh, he's escaped. So he, mm-hmm. he goes and finds his way to the Duke of Argyle. Mm-hmm. And he tells him what's going on. And the Duke of Argyle makes a deal with... Oh, shit, we skipped over something. Yeah, he, yeah he, the wife went to Argyle. Yeah, he, he reunites with his wife and kids, mm-hmm. and they go to his old homestead up in the mountains, and they kind of, you know, make it, quote-unquote, livable. Yeah. yeah. And I think at some point they kidnapped... Then they end up with Clarence. Yeah. But uh, I know his wife went to... The Scottish Lord, yeah, told him what was happening um, because they were going to take all his land and uh-huh. everything. Yeah, well, yeah the the woman the the chambermaid. Oh yeah, she, she got, shows she up. She got pregnant. She but but Cunningham doesn't want her. She shows up, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you heard everything. You can testify." But then she ends up, um, not alive. Yeah. By her own hand. Yeah. Correct. So now, well, th- that plans out, but they're still going to get clear. Somebody's got to confess to this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're getting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Right. And you keep thinking, just somebody has to talk. And that's when they get clear in the room. Yes. And that interrogation doesn't go quite so well either. Nope. No. Because he again becomes a dick. She stabs him in the neck. Yes. And then the friend or brother, the brother, the one that re- he reminded me of someone from Lord of the Rings. But yeah, he looked like Frodo. <laughs> some one of the one of them hobbits. He drowns him, and then just comes this. Ah, he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now back to fucking square one. Yeah. So he goes. So Rob goes to Cunningham, or not Cunningham? Yeah, Campbell. Yeah, the Duke of Argyle, mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, look, I got. Fu- I'm being fucking." bamboozled and hornswoggled here. Um, what can we do? So Argyle comes up with the plan that he's going to make a wager mm-hmm. on on uh, Rob's behalf. And, and, and his wife actually said why he's still getting attacked because he refused to. Yeah, because he refused him. to bear false witness against yes. him. Yeah. And, you know, say he was a Jacobite. So now he's so now he's endeared himself 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's like Rob Roy has endeared himself to Campbell because he's a man. He's a man of honor. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, when you have honor, that's all you have. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. There are very few Scottish with honor. Hey. There are very few Scottish with honor. I'm kidding. I love I love our Scottish friends. Leave the sheep alone. Um. So they arrange a sword fight. Correct. Between Argyle, or not Argyle, between Archibald and Rob Roy. Mm-hmm. Who's still a bit banged up in the ribs. Oh, yeah, he's all fucked up. Yeah, and, and Cunningham knows it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's, he noticed it. He sees him hurting. Yeah, as soon as they went to choose weapons. And if you notice what they called the Scottish swords, the cleavers. Yeah. And he was, uh, our, uh, Archibald, or Cunningham was using a uh, rapier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... The the stakes are as follows. No quarter will be asked and none will be given. So it's a fight to the death. Correct. You can only use the weapons that you've chosen. Correct. And if Rob Roy wins, his debt is forgiven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Archibald wins... Then the Marquis, yeah, his debt is paid. The 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 if Archibald wins, then yeah, the debt's repaid. But he's uh, from, like from from Argyle. From Argyle, he yes. will pay off the debt. Yeah. So yes. no matter what, yeah, Montrose wins. Right. So now the fight ensues, and it's a it's an excellent sword fight. Mm-hmm. You know the the. The way that it's shot, and the, yeah. you know, it was an, a really, really well done sword fight. Um, and throughout the entire fight, Archibald is just kicking the shit, yeah, out of Rob. Little Roy. tiny snippets here, little tiny snippets there. Cuts his arm, cuts both arms. Yep. Cuts his ribs, and then he's got him down on his knees. Yes. And he raises, raises his chin with the rapier. And what he says, he says, "No quarter, no quarter asked." And none given. Right. And with that, Rob Roy grabs the sword <laughs> and lifts up his fucking claymore. He stands up. And, you know, cuts the fuck out of him. Kills him. Yep. Slices him from the neck down to yes. the... Yes. Left, left, left shoulder blade yeah. right down to halfway through the ribcage. Yep. And down he went. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, every all is well that ends well. Mm-hmm. You know, Rob Roy's debt is paid. Mm-hmm. He lives happily ever after. He lives in he lives in peace with his with his kids, in a new homestead. Yes, in a new homestead. And uh, you know, I, like I said at the beginning of this, Rob Roy McGregor, Robert Roy McGregor was a was an actual person. Mm-hmm. And uh, this movie has been this story has been told. Many times Did you see the fucking I didn't notice it The first time I watched it on Tubi I watched it with uh, Jimmy On Sunday And then I went to rewatch I saw this movie years ago Mm -hmm. And I went to go rewatch it uh, Last night And there's An animated Rob Roy story Right next to it 57 minutes That's why I put Oh look it's Cliff Notes Yeah Yeah and, and This is probably the kindest movie 
for about Rob Roy because the one from I think the thirty uh, the forties or fifties was basically all of the rating that he did. Yeah, you know, because the whole the whole the whole story of this movie is supposed to take place over four years, mm-hmm. which obviously it didn't. Correct. You know, but of course it was condensed and new characters put in and then conjecture just to tell an entertaining story. Yeah. Which I, I think it did. And some of the Brian Cox was a weird one to put in there. Yeah. I would have loved to see more Scottish actors, but in the nineties that wasn't. Yeah. There weren't too many. A thing at the time. Yeah. Right. But John Hurt. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, the casting in this movie was actually very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Roth has a knack for playing a fucking scumbag. <laughs> oh, he does, yep. Absolute. Does. Uh, uh, Tim Roth, and I love Tim Roth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch pretty much anything with him in it, but he plays such a great fucking shit heel. You know what I you know what we forgot to talk one of One of my favorite scenes is when they're writing up the contract in the bar. And Rob Roy's getting ready to do a shot, and that scumbag comes up behind him and says, you know, you killed so-and-so. Let's take this outside. Yes. We'll sort of fight, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, all right, fine. And he goes, really? Yeah. He goes, first blood. First blood? Yeah. yeah. And he grabbed his sword. Okay, yeah. you win. You win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that, that when he meets Gu- when he, uh, when Guthrie wants to challenge yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of scumbags in this movie. But it's again just Scottish. It's beautiful. No, the 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 music, the I mean that music, yes. the, the the song that woman sings during the it's just it's oh beautiful. that's when he's getting killed. Yeah, nobody's getting killed. She was singing it. No, 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 no. When the guy was coming back with the money, it was because they were. Oh well, yes, they were they were juxtaposing. Yes. it. but it was still just. Beautiful scenery, beautiful songs. Just Scotland is absolutely gorgeous, you know. My God, when are you gonna move? I know, I know. <laughs> I love it. I was gonna, I was gonna wear my kilt tonight, but I didn't want to spoil it for what else is in the bucket. <laughs> oh, no. there's more Dropkick Murphys in the fucking bucket. Fucking anyway. <laughs> So, what do you give the movie? I'm going to get... Oh, yeah, that's right. We're doing thumbs with this shit. I almost gave it a number, and you know. But definitely a thumbs up. Definitely a thumbs up. A great, a great, great movie. Great. Loved it. It's, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Yes. What about you? Me and my son both give this a thumbs up. We would have given it two thumbs up. It, it was a little too long. We thought they have two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a, it's a very long movie. Um, I was, I went into it. I saw the runtime. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And then I started watching it, and it's a very slow start. Exactly. It's a very slow starting movie. But once it gets rolling, will you shut up and let me finish? Sorry. <laughs> Why am I ducking? You did it. Yeah. It's a very slow starting movie. It's shot beautifully. The the scenery and the way that the the way that everything is shot is absolutely fucking fantastic. And it's a great story. Yes. I got I I went into it wanting to shit on it <laughs> and and prepared to shit on it, but I give it a thumbs up. There you go. Good pick, Bill. Damn right. 
and I'd never seen it before. No, See, I... that is the quality that uh, my brain can pick out. No, even the blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Oh, I got four nuts in there you're going to love. Do we want... Okay, show... So, <laughs> we won't be doing a show next week because next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Turkey Day. I got things to do. Mm-hmm. Bill got things to do. Jim may have things to do. I have things to do. And I have actually something the week after that as well. Oh, so two weeks off? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting back until okay so okay well then i guess we're taking two weeks off yes we'll miss you you guys if you guys want to do it with i mean Mm -mm. i don't want him to hit me no we're not doing we're not we can't do this without you see that i'm important we can't do this without (laughs) you um because i i i need a, a decent opinion oh that's awesome you're the best sidekick suck Hang on. I need. I, <laughs> hang on. Sidekick, kick, 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 Fuck you! There it was. <laughs> hang on. Let's see if we get it to not skip. Sidekick. Fuck you! <laughs> Got your fucking sidekick hanging. <laughs> so, we're taking two weeks off. I didn't know it was two weeks. Fucking sorry. You didn't put in your vacation slip. I apologize. I I wasn't thinking. That's okay. Um, so we're taking two weeks off. But we're going to put the uh, the reviews to bed for a minute. It's time to do our next deep dive, kids. <laughs> and the deep dive we're doing is Motorhead. This is going to be fun. There's 23 albums, so we're going to break it up over three weeks. Oh. You have two weeks to listen to the first eight mm-hmm. records. Mm-hmm. And the eight that we're doing to begin are Motorhead, Overkill, Bomber, On Parole, Ace of Spades, Iron Fist, Another Perfect Day, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. And Orgasmatron. Orgasmatron. So, the first batch of Motorhead is from the self-titled debut up to 1986's Orgasmatron. I wholeheartedly encourage you to play along. (laughs) You got two weeks to listen to eight albums. It can be done. If you can listen to all a kiss in a week. You guys did that in one week We did that in one week (laughs) Oh my fucking god Yeah. How did you have the time I listened to it at work I listened to it in the car And I spend a lot of time in my car (laughs) Alright So that's what we're doing for the next time we get together Two weeks from now Or no We're taking two weeks off Three weeks from now Three weeks from now December Yes We'll be back in December. Um, if anybody watching this in Facebook land or if you listen to it before next Wednesday, come up to the 110 Tavern, see Suddenly Found Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, unfortunately, due to uh, work commitments, Jimmy's not here. He's uh, he's right. He's away for work. So it's just going to be me, Doug, and Tyler. 
But it's going to be a good time. Going to be uh, a happy drinksgiving eat. Drink drinksgiving. Mm. <laughs> and with that, from the bottom of my pee picking little heart, I hope all of you out there have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Same um, here. Take the time. Be thankful for what you got. Um, you know, maybe do something cool for somebody who's a little less fortunate than you. Enjoy the time with your family. But above all, be cool to each other. Um, and the first eight Motorhead albums for three weeks. <laughs> You're welcome. Oy. So with that, up until next time, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Jim. See you later, motherfuckers. <laughs>